Let me pray with God's word open before us. Father in heaven, we thank you for the opportunity to open your word this morning. We have already sung of how your son, the Lord Jesus, is the light of the world who opens eyes and helps us to see. And we pray this morning that as the light of the world, as we open your word, he would open our eyes and indeed open our mouths to declare your praise. Help us to see what we can't see by nature or refuse to see. Have mercy on us and meet us in your word, we pray. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if I were to try and capture the essence of the psalm we had read, or we've read together, it would, I think, be the first three words that I should highlight as sort of maximum volume to drown out any other noises in our thinking, even if I had to highlight against the rest of the psalm. These are the three words I think we need to hold on to. The first three words of the psalm, the Lord reigns. And uh, we had a service out at the rectory garden, the 9.30 service today, because we had an adult baptism. I, On the basis of last week's psalm, where we had shouting, I encourage them to shout that out. I, I'll be restrained this morning. We won't do shouting, but... That is the loud noise of the psalm which we should join in and communicate to others. The Lord reigns. I know that I'm right to highlight that as the key phrase of the psalm because in this section of the book of Psalms, this little phrase comes repeatedly. So we had it. I don't know if you have a a Bible to hand, but I'm you just have to take it on trust from me if you don't. Psalm 93, verse 1. The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. Last week, uh, Tom was preaching to some of us. Psalm 96. We had verse 10. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Our verse, Psalm 97, verse 1. The Lord reigns. Let the earth be glad. Oh, and come back next week in case you need the reminder Psalm 99 verse 1 the Lord reigns let the nations tremble the chances are that if something comes again and again and again in the Bible it is important repetition as any good teacher will know is to stress something that we need to take on board God must think that this truth Bears repeating. We never don't need to hear it. The Lord reigns. And I suppose, secondly, I should add this. We often don't want to hear it or don't want to believe it. That's partly why God would repeat it for us. We run away from this truth that the Lord reigns. We'd rather have our own little fiefdom, our own rule, and keep him out. So repetition tells us Take this to heart. People of God, make a note of this. The Lord reigns. No truth more important for us to hear 
And I could say no truth more important for us to hear at the moment after the trials and turbulence of the last five years. Oh, sorry, he didn't say the last 18 months. Well, I could have said the last 18 months. COVID is a significant factor, of course. But it is only one aspect of life that, in our minds, challenges this truth that the Lord reigns. Now, however much we feel the pressures of the last 18 months, actually the challenges to the rule of God in our lives. They were there before, weren't they? And I I said five years, I could have gone further back. You can go back beyond Brexit, Trump, climate change, or on again into the future, refugee crisis, Afghanistan. They all make us wonder. And for every newspaper situation, I mean, just looking out over who's in church this morning, I can think of people who even if we were to say beyond five years back, personal circumstances where God's rule was called into question by things that were happening to you, situations of great difficulty that we face as a church or you face as a family. We need this truth. So if you remember nothing else from this morning, into those situations, our situations, God's word is absolutely on target. Remember this, the Lord reigns. I wonder if you can quietly pause and just pray that in with thanks in your situation now. Well, let's uh, continue. We'll have a a further pause in a moment, and it'll be a volume-up pause. We'll actually, I'll encourage you to pray up at that point, in the middle of a sermon. We don't often get to do that. The Lord reigns. Literally, it's worth me saying this and repeating this. I think we said said it last week in the evening service. It says, the Lord has reigned, past tense. And I think the point of that linguistically is that God's loving, mighty rule is established and final. It's so certain that we can speak of it as an accomplished fact, past tense. He has been victorious. He reigns now, therefore. He will reign forever. So it's asserted very confidently. But very quickly in the psalm, I don't know if you noticed as we read it together, there is a little rider introduced. Cloud and thick darkness surround him. So the Lord reigns, but there is darkness. Cloud and thick darkness surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne, yes, but we can't always see that. Clouds and thick darkness are there. But the Lord reigns, no doubt about it. Now, within the psalm itself, I'm actually going to pick up speed. If you thought, crumbs, we spelt this long on the first three words of the psalm, we will be here a long time. We're going to go fast through the rest of the psalm. There are two straightforward points being made, okay? Since God reigns, his enemies will be overthrown. That's the first. Since God reigns, his enemies will be overthrown. Since God reigns... Second point, his friends are absolutely safe, which is a matter of great joy. 
His enemies will be overthrown. His friends are absolutely safe. As I said, we won't look at every phrase. Just please look it over when you have the chance to do so on your own. But we have that image of clouds and darkness. It suggests a storm is coming, complete with lightning and fire. But this is not just any old electric storm, Greece or California or New South Wales. Mountains are melting. So take the most stable, long-living things, mountains of massive tonnage. In this storm, they undergo a change of state, like a candle melting. And when I read those words, it reminded me of Mount Sinai in the history of God's people. Do you remember when God's people were rescued out of Egypt? They met with Almighty God at Sinai, and it was a terrifying display of pyrotechnics. There was fire, there were clouds, there were trumpets, there was thunder and lightning. As God spoke to Moses and gave him the Ten Commandments and gave to his people the Ten Commandments, So even to his friends, says the Bible, our God is a consuming fire. We're not equals. He is awesome. Therefore, how about his enemies, therefore? Well, the psalm says their days are numbered because he really is in charge. The Lord reigns. So evil will be purged. God must do that. How could he not do that? He can't be loving if he won't sort everything out, everything that ruins his world and wrecks people's lives. Evil will be purged, and the forces of evil will be overthrown. All false gods will bow down to him. Verse 7 has that lovely phrase, worship him, all you gods. Reminds me of another story in the Old Testament. I, I looked up 2 Samuel 5 to refresh my memory. This was the time when the Philistines, God's people's enemies had captured the ark of God, that special box that symbolized the presence of God right at the heart of his people. And the enemy had caught the ark and taken it back to their their land, to Ashdod. And they put it in the temple of their God, Dagon, as if to say, our God wins. Well, until they saw what happened, because the next day they got up, everyone got up, they went into the temple And the statue of their god, Dagon, had done a nosedive before the Ark of God. That's lots of embarrassed priests scurrying around trying to patch up the statue and put it up again. Same day, same thing happened, exactly the same thing the next day. The false gods, the fake gods, bowing down to the true God. That will happen. Those forces of evil that enslave our world will bow before the rule of God. Since God reigns, his enemies will be overthrown. So the next truth must follow. Since God reigns, his friends are absolutely safe. Assuming they have no part in the false and fake gods, They've cleansed themselves from that. Then they're safe. They won't be judged. Their sins are paid for by a loving God who's provided for those sins to be paid for. So, since God reigns, his friends are absolutely safe. 
Let me motor on and reread verses 8 to 11 again. You can follow if you have the uh, service sheet or a Bible open. Zion hears and rejoices. That's Zion, the city of God. And the villages of Judah are glad because of your judgments, Lord. For you, Lord, are the most high over all the earth. You're exalted far above all gods. Dagon, money, sex, power, the idols of our day. Let those who love the Lord hate evil, for he guards the lives of his faithful ones and delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Light shines on the righteous and joy on the upright in heart. No more clouds and darkness now. The sun is out and the righteous are absolutely safe. Punchline, verse 12. Rejoice in the Lord, you who are righteous and praise his holy name. And that note is consistent with elsewhere in the Psalms, isn't it? No long faces, no stiff upper lip. We've got to get rid of our cultural safe place and rejoice that he is God, and not just rejoice inwardly, but tell him that we're glad and tell everyone else. Not enough to be vaguely thankful as a Christian. We are to express thanks to praise him to himself and to everyone else. Well, I think there's no time like the present for doing that, finding words to praise him right now. Uh, A bit of a challenge to do this um, on Zoom, I know. I'd love us to pause and have people pray up. I think on Zoom what you can do is unmute to praise. Um, I don't know what happens with the live streaming at this point, but we're going to praise God here, and I'd love to encourage people who are watching to praise him as well. If you're happy to do that, just... And I got them shouting out in the garden earlier. We need volume with with masks, it's hard, but I'd love to encourage us, a few people, to lead us in short sentences of praise, if you would. The Lord reigns, and we want to worship you and tell you, Lord God, how glad we are that that is so. Amen. 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 